You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Uh, just gone 20 minutes to midday and Pete the Vet uh, joins us in studio to talk about something very similar. Pete, you're very welcome. Good morning. Um, when we talk about the human cold, the human flu, the human coronavirus, um, of course we forget the little old pet in the corner of the room. Yes. Are they susceptible? Well, um, there are a number of diseases that can be passed from humans to animals and animals to humans um, but the coronavirus although it seems to have originated from an animal there's been no evidence up till now that animals can either pick it up or transmit it to humans um, but it is an area that's changing so fast it's such a new virus it hasn't even been around for three months yet and so we're still learning and there was one instance that's worried people quite a lot of a, a dog in Hong Kong that belonged to a lady who was a confirmed case and that dog tested as a weak positive that's not the same as a full positive right. but on the test they did it was weakly positive and so the dog was put into isolation and they're going to retest it again but the, the feeling is that it probably isn't an infection it's probably just some sort of interference making it look like a weak a, a weak infection but they don't they don't think it really is mm. yeah I, I mean every every story we've done today actually has featured the coronavirus in some way i, I feel see. like that's all i'm talking about <laughs> yeah um because it, it has it has now become a it's the major news headline yeah. permeating our way uh, into the news um breaking news just within the last half hour was that the eu have a case of it at their headquarters in oh Brussels. Gosh. There's people coming in from the 27 states or 26 states and they are, you know, bringing different people from different capitals and therefore in this mm. central sort of cauldron of, of madness mm. you've got disease. You've got disease. Well, I mean, I, th I think it's a fine line in the media between... Um, making people panic and keeping people well informed and I think this is all about making sure people are well informed and so when it comes to their pets um, you should know that your a dog or a cat is not going to is not likely to carry this disease unless evidence changes over the coming you know months um, but at the moment the, the, the experts really don't think there's any issue there at mm. all. But still, what they say, and this applies to all human diseases, is that if you've got some sort of disease, you should, you know, wash your hands before handling your pets and feeding them and so on, and you should wash your hands afterwards as well, because th just to make sure there's no risk of cross-infection cross of any kind. Yeah, but I imagine that doesn't, doesn't just apply to coronavirus or mm. flu or no, whatever it is. It's a, you know, a general rule. It's I a good thought. general yeah. rule. Yeah. So, I mean, but they're out scrabbling in gardens and they're sniffing around well, things. The, and, you know, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the, the, there's very few diseases that do go from pets to humans. Um, like, you asked about the common cold, the human cold. Mm. That doesn't go from humans to dogs. Dogs don't get the, the common cold. But there are other things... Um, we're lucky in this country and then we don't have rabies and that's probably that's definitely the most serious disease that definitely is passed from dogs to cats to humans and all around it crosses the species barriers but nearly all viruses stay within the one species mm. so that they, they don't go to different species bacteria are a bit different bacteria are more likely to go between dogs and 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 humans but I, I remember when you talk about rabies and you hear these these um you know stories about being bitten by a rabid dog in mm. the middle east or something you know yes i mean is is is, is rabies a uh, a, a sort of a, a disease that, that that spreads in an area or would you get a random rabid dog somewhere in some no, country well it's it's an infectious disease so it means that like a, same as coronavirus in the sense that um you get one animal that has it and they'll pass it to the animals that they meet and or any humans that they meet but it, so it's passed on from one 
one creature to another creature in the same way as coronavirus as an infectious disease. Rabies is a terrible illness. It's, um, it's because what happens is um, when, when an animal gets rabies, the virus goes into the salivary glands. Mm. So then the saliva is full of virus particles. And the virus also goes to the brain. And when it goes to the brain, it makes the brain, makes the animal very aggressive. So that means that the, basically the animal becomes a virus spreading machine. It bites people and animals in order to spread the virus. And the terrible thing for humans is that if you get, vi if you get rabies, you will be told um, you're positive for rabies and you're going to die and they can't do anything about it because you get episodes of being completely mad and, you know, um, hallucinating and all sorts, then episodes of being completely normal again and they once it's started in your brain, they can't stop it at all. So yeah. it's, it's a, it eventually kills you. So, we're, like I say, we're very blessed in this country that we don't have rabies um, and nowadays it is much better controlled around the world thanks to really good vaccinations, in particular vaccinations of dogs. Um, so any dog that goes from Ireland to Europe nowadays, would be, would, it has to be vaccinated against rabies first and it needs a rabies booster vaccination every three years to make sure that it's continually protected against rabies. Um, probably one of the single biggest animal welfare um, goals in this country is to make sure that rabies never gets here. Mm. Because if it came here, once it's in the once it's endemic in the dogs and foxes of the country, it can be very very hard to to get rid of it again. Yes, and there's big 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 signs uh, at airports about things mm. like this. It is That's a major right. major public health watch, isn't it? It, it is, yeah, yeah. and and it still kill kills something like seventy thousand people a year Correct. or something around the world in countries like India and Africa and, and South America to some extent. So, so 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 when we talk about these things, we we said what they can't, what what dogs and cats and household pets can't get, mm. or we don't think they get. Mm. What can they get? What is the sort of what are the sort of things we should be looking out for at this time of year if that is of of any effect or any increased effect on our pets? Well, when it comes to the infectious diseases um, in, in the animal world. The, the vaccinations that puppies and kittens get generally protect them and they should have regular booster vaccinations through their life to make sure that that protection is continued. Um, as long as 70% of the population are protected then we don't see epidemics uh, of these diseases anymore. So when there was a new disease back in the 19. 80s, there was a disease called parvovirus that appeared in the dog world, a bit like coronavirus has appeared in the human world. And at that time, because nobody had, no dogs were vaccinated and um, dogs hadn't met this virus before, it meant they were very, very vulnerable to it indeed. And you'd have waiting rooms full of um, dogs dying of parvovirus. Nowadays, everybody knows, get your, vac get your vac vaccinations for your puppy when they're young and go back and get a booster vaccination from time to time as your vet recommends. If you do that, then you don't see these big outbreaks anymore. So, so we don't really have waves of infectious disease going through the dog world or the cat world in the same way, thanks to vaccinations. That's good news, though, isn't it? It is it great is news. news yeah. But what, what, at this time of year, mm. um, as we transition from this call it colder weather mm. to slightly more, more, um, more pleasant, you know, slightly yeah. warming up, um, is there anything that people should be watching out for? Well, the, the, I, I've, having said to you that there aren't many infectious diseases around anymore, there are. <laughs> what we do sometimes. We, we, they're mild, mild versions of that, a bit like the human common cold. Um, in, in pets, it's more often gastrointestinal disease because what, especially as people get out and about more with the dogs as the, as the evenings get a bit longer, um, what, what, what happens is dogs are very prone to sniffing other dogs' doo-doos when they're out and about. Yes. Um, and, and, and doing and sniffing things like 
poo when they're out. They, they inhale viruses and bacteria as well. And so we are seeing a little bit of a, an episode of, of vomiting and diarrhea bugs in the dog world that spreads very quickly. Um, and um, often the diagnosis isn't actually made specifically. People may think the dog's been poisoned or something because they have all the signs of, of, a, of, a, of having a, a badly upset digestive tract um, that can be caused by a number of different things. But when we, as vets, we might see a sudden rash of cases in one household. Actually, I had my own dogs in my own household where, where the two dogs both went down within two days of each other with just going off their food, then being sick and then having a runny tummy. And, you know, um, I fasted them. I um, made sure they were properly hydrated and they got over it themselves. Right. Same as with most viruses. The, 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 the natural immune system is actually very good at dealing with most of these things. Our job is carers and as vets is just to make sure that we support them through that and that that sometimes means oral fluids for dogs to get very down and dull then they have to go on to an intravenous drip at the vets that's very important because they can become otherwise um, they can become very ill because of the secondary effects of, of of the illness causing them to lose all the fluid and the vomit and diarrhea and stuff so you have to care for them care for them when they get sick like that but generally it is a case of supporting them there isn't a cure for a virus as such. You can vaccinate against a virus, but once the virus is there, you can't eliminate it in the same way as you can eliminate bacteria yes. with antibiotics. Okay, so so the message is uh, be vigilant, mm. but secondly, no danger for coronavirus or any no, such virus. Okay. Not at all. all right, okay, Pete. Mm. It's a pleasure to have you as always. Many thanks for dropping in. Pete the vet there, uh, and the, the message is you have nothing really to worry about.